this is the level of plot we're dealing with. They uh -huh. go out and Hulk Hogan is a millionaire. I guess just wants to go play paintball with people. And then naturally, as you do when you're playing paintball, get into a police chase. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the only way you know you're playing paintball if the police gets involved. <laughs>
And I don't know. I don't know of any... <laughs> was he hoping to be mistaken as, like, the real Santa? No, it was like, he's just thought, like, oh, because they were wearing, like, military outfits, as you do when you play paintball. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's like, oh, I'll switch, and then they won't realize I was the guy playing paintball. And then so he did, and it, like, worked for a little bit. But, like, I'm still stuck on the fact that they had a Santa costume in the mall that can fit a guy who's 6'7". <laughs> who's 6'7 and built like a bodybuilder, right? Yeah. 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 And then so naturally he falls down a garbage chute Hits his head. And, what, bro? They thought of this for a long time. Don't make fun of it. Okay, all right. Uh, they, they tried their best. Go on. Yeah. I wasn't expecting the garbage shoot. <laughs> Nobody expects the garbage shoot. Put that on a fucking t-shirt. I will. I wish. I wish. All right, and the garbage shoot. The garbage shoot. So he loses his memory. And there's an there's an elf working at the mall, and like the manager, I guess, of all the elves at Santa's village, is, instead of dressing one of them up as Santa, it's just like fifty bucks if you can find me the mall Santa, because I guess he's missing. So Hulk Hogan falls down the garbage chute as Santa, and then the elf is just like, okay, then, and he tells him he convinces him somehow, because now he has amnesia, okay. as everyone in a movie does after a small concussion. Right, right. It's just natural. It's just natural. Yeah. And then he. He, uh, he now thinks he's actually Santa Claus, but acts the exact same as before, really. Because, uh, you know, the quality of acting is just, like, there is no acting in this film. I think everyone just kind of reads off the script. That's my take on it. Is there some sort of, like, emotional core to the film? Does Hulk Hogan have, like, a family or a child or anything? That he's... Oh, I'm glad you asked. Don't okay. worry, we're getting there. <laughs> There's a, the later on in the scene, after Hulk Hogan has... Now, now that we've gone over the plot and he's decided he's Santa, uh-huh. which is nonsensical enough. I also want to mention that in the intermission in the mall, there's this scene where like there's like people stealing from the mall or whatever, and they like Hulk Hogan catches them as our Santa Hulk Hogan, his true form, mm-hmm. uh, catches them, and then he's like, "That was naughty," and then <laughs> which is <laughs> one liner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very cool, <laughs> but. Like, they're, like, pretty average-sized dudes. I'd, like, I'd say, like, about, like, six foot or so, but mm-hmm. just, like, normal size. And then they're like, oh, yeah? And what are you going to do about it? And, like, Hulk Hogan's, like, over ahead over them, man. <laughs> like, there's only two of them, bro. Like, I'm sorry. If, like, Hulk Hogan walks up to you and he's like, yeah, you need to leave. <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, my bad, bro. My bad. <laughs> yeah, even today, Hulk Hogan's getting pretty up there in age. But even today, if he just said that was pretty naughty and then threatened to punch me, I would deserve it. I would absolutely deserve it, and I would just leave. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, I'm okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Hogan. <laughs> and I would reconsider where my life went so that this happened to me, and I would rethink some things. And everyone in this, in every single fighting scene, has at least one person. Trying to wield a random object like a staff, like the karate masters do, like the over, like the over stereotype thing where they spin it around in a circle really fast. And one of the in this same fight scene, one of the guys pulls up like a pair, like a pair of like elves hiring a shear, like a plastic elf with plastic shears, uh-huh. and starts clipping the shears and runs at Hulk Hogan. But it's so <laughs> nonsensical. <laughs> but before we get caught up on the details, I'll move on to the emotional core that you asked about okay, earlier. Okay, good, good, because I like I want to get invested in some sort of love interest here. Better than a love interest, we have some orphans. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hulk Hogan as Santa uh, starts getting emotionally attached to some orphans. You okay. Because usually before this he was like a conceited millionaire, but okay. now after as he loses his memory, 
he starts taking care of all the orphans because they're constantly getting assaulted by some random villain. A tale as old as time. A tale as old as time. <laughs> and, and, you know, even though it sounds like it'd be, like, so nonsensical that it'd be unique, it basically somehow rips off Christmas Carol, but all in the worst ways, right? In Christmas Carol, you get a big payoff because Scrooge is, like, a terrible person at the start, similar to, like, how this is, like, a conceited millionaire type thing. Mm-hmm. And then he goes through, he learns all of these lessons slowly, and at the end of the book, you see him go out and, like, buy the ducks and, like, make the donation to the one guy he turned away earlier mm-hmm. and give his employee a holiday. So it's like, oh, so he's being really nice to all the people he was mean to. Meanwhile, in this movie, at the end of the film, he goes back and he, like, rescues all the orphans and they live with him. Oh, big shocker. Sorry for the spoilers if you were really invested <laughs> into Santa with muscles. <laughs> So they live with Hulk Hogan? He, after the movie, yeah, he adopts them. And, oh, he adopts them. I mean, he also okay. hires the orphanage people because I, I guess they can't get a new job as at a different orphanage. They have to work for Hulk Hogan now. Yeah, everyone knows there's only one orphanage in all of America. Truly, and now it's shut down, so they're out of a job. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Hulk. <laughs> well, he hired them. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so yeah, it's okay. all fine. Yeah. But... Like, he was really, like, to show that he was, like, a mean millionaire, they did the same thing where he's really mean to all his employees at the beginning. He never comes back and is, like, nice to them. <laughs> so it's my headcanon that he's still an awful person and an awful millionaire, just not to, like, four kids. Yeah, it's like he didn't actually lose his memory. He just decided to be Santa all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of that, too. He just woke up and he's like, yeah, I got nothing to do today. Yeah. This could be fun. You know, I'm going to go paintballing and then fall down a drain and then become Santa and then hijinks ensue. And that's going to be my fucking week. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, so there's no emotional payoff where, like, Scrooge, like, fixes his mistakes. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan's just like, yeah, orphans, Hulk yeah. Hogan just uh, gets some orphans. Also, I'm referring to him as Hulk Hogan because the character does have a name. Uh, but that being said, for, like, the first half of the film, they just refer to him as Santa. Okay. But also, Hulk Hogan is so Hulk Hogan, I can't think of him as anything other than Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's hard to see him as a human being <laughs> and not a WWE character. I mean, he's awesome, though. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, Hulk yeah, Hogan great. is cool. Yeah. But that's why I can't, like, separate him from his character in the movie. He's, like, too cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. more cool than Santa, that's for sure. So they, they naturally they gotta put Hulk Hogan in the tank top, obviously. But they still need the Santa suit. Does he just flex and then the sleeves just come off? Or I wish. No. What <laughs> happens is they go and visit the orphanage after Hulk Hogan saves one of the orphanage employees' lives by stopping a truck with his bare strength. Okay. They invite him to stay the night because they assume he's homeless or something. I don't know. Which is a fair assumption. <laughs> <laughs> after that. They they wash his Santa suit for him, as all good hosts do. Okay. And then, like, one of the orphan children comes out and is like, here, I made this for you, and comes, and your your new Santa suit and a utility belt. And, like, this immaculate version of a Santa suit, like, perfectly soon around the shoulders with, like, shoulder holes perfectly suited for our boy Hulk uh-huh. and standard-ish looking belt. And then he's, he's asking the question everybody's wondering, where it's like, how did you learn how to do this? How old is this? person who made the suit for him 10 to 12 this is one of the orphans right yeah in one night how do they uh, christmas magic no 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 (laughs) better answer better answer so yeah he's like how did you learn how to do all of this 
And then she holds up a magazine and says, Mega Man 94. The Mega Man 94? Yes. Elaborate on Mega Man 94. <laughs> I would if that wasn't the end of the, <laughs> the discussion. <laughs> scene over. No, Next scene, moving on. Literally, she holds up the magazine, says Mega Man 94, and then Hulk Hogan nods his head a little bit, and she just wanders off set, and everything is resolved. But I've played a Mega Man game or two in my time, and I never learned how to sue. No, I'm pretty sure <laughs> a mechanic in most Mega Man games is not making clothing of any sort, let alone a Santa Claus outfit for Hulk Hogan. It's actually the final boss of uh, Mega Man 94. <laughs> That's what she was referring to. Oh, yeah, you think it's Dr. Wily, but no, it's making clothes <laughs> for Hulk Hogan. Actually, the game's just a timer for a little bit, and, and unless you send a picture of, of a perfectly <laughs> created Santa suit to Capcom within the allotted time, then you have to restart the game from the beginning. A fun fact that not a lot of people really know is that Mega Man is actually an anagram for Santa with muscles. That's true. <laughs> if you just add a few letters and take some others out. If you don't think too hard about it, it's absolutely true. If you think about it with a Christmas spirit, it all comes together. Exactly. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> That's my take on Santa with muscles, a very silly and pretty nonsensical take on a Christmas movie. Even... And it's like Christmas Carol. If it if Christmas Carol was really, really, really dumb, but also had Hulk Hogan to make up for it. Which, you know, has its pros and cons. Pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, that's a good take. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And before we're going to move on to Luke's pick for today, uh, I just want to take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back. This week we have some exciting new ways for our viewers to get in touch with the hosts. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at BadWorstPod, or if you want to have a full conversation with us, we have a brand new Discord server. Alright, thank you so much, and we're back on this episode of The Bad, The Bad, and The Worst. Luke, can you go ahead and tell me about your pick for this week as the worst Christmas movie ever made? Okay, well, I picked Jingle All the Way that was made in 1996 and starred another very large, muscly man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. He plays a dude named Howard who lives in Minneapolis, and he's a mattress salesman, obviously. Obvious. <laughs> yeah, playing to Arnold Schwarzenegger's strength. Um, <laughs> I would buy a mattress for Arnold Schwarzenegger. I would be afraid to not buy a mattress from Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's coming to be around Christmas time, and... Arnold Schwarzenegger has a wife and a kid, and the kid is obsessed with this one show that he just watches on TV that's kind of like Power Rangers meets, uh, like, I don't know, a Saturday morning cartoon. Think, like, I don't know, the Justice League or something, called Turbo Man. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, Jamie, really, really wants this one Turbo Man toy. That's like the hottest toy of the season. Oh, excuse me. Yes? I'm trying to find a Turbo Man doll. Me too, me too. Do you have any more in the back? <laughs> That's basically like this universe's Tickle Me Elmo. It's the hugest thing. If you don't get this for your kid, then you're a failure of a parent. True, true. Although, um, I forgot about Tickle Me Elmo. That thing's terrifying. It's terrifying, but for whatever reason, it was super popular. I know. I feel bad for parents. Yeah, the stuff they have to put up with, which is basically what this whole movie is about. Howard Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to the store, and it's basically your typical Black Friday scene where you have a bunch of people rushing around, and they're like... He's looking around a bunch of these stores, and everything is sold out. He can't find this Turbo Man doll anywhere. 
he meets Sinbad, who plays a character named Maurice, and he... Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, Maurice is a mailman who is also trying to get this toy for his kid. I know, I know whenever you're shopping for a Black Friday toy, the first thing you do is try to chat with new strangers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might as well get to know the mob that you're now a part of. <laughs> <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger goes around to a few stores. You know, he's going around to malls. Eventually he meets a mall Santa. Oh, no. Yeah, eventually oh, no. He, he meets a mall Santa who tells him that he can get him this Turbo Man doll. So he goes and follows the mall Santa into this weird, like, back room of the mall where you see a bunch of people dressed up as Santa. And, like, it's basically a Christmas toy, like, smuggling ring is really the only way I can think about it. Oh, yeah. You have you have a lot of those. That's a big problem. Big yeah, problem. exactly. That's a huge problem. That's something that everyone watching the movie can relate to. We've all been to one of those. I always hate when I go to the mall and get sucked into Christmas <laughs> toy. Just... You just go there, you're like, man, I just need a quick shopping trip and, like, a nice quick, like, milkshake or food or something. And then you just, some guy's like, oh, yeah, I got your product in the back. Come with me for some reason. Yeah, frankly, and, it's weird if I go to the mall and I don't meet with my uh, black market toy guy. Yeah, it they're so pushy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, anyway, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Howard goes to the back warehouse where all of these people are, like, making counterfeit toys. And the Santa that he met with in the mall finally gives him his toy. Arnold Schwarzenegger is so happy. He's like, I finally done it. This was a little bit, you know, stressful, but finally I have the toy. And then the movie ends. Well, yeah, and then the movie's <laughs> over. It was actually a real version of the toy. No, I wish that happened. The thing just falls apart. It's a piece of crap. It's counterfeit. It's totally fake. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger refuses to pay for it, obviously, because he got a bad product. And then all of the mall Santas just get upset with him. They basically just try to kill him. <laughs> there are a bunch of these mall Santas. There's this guy, okay. There's this one guy who does, like, backflips and, like, somersaults and everything, and he's flipping around, like, two nunchucks that look like candy canes. As mall Santas? Yeah, as mall Santas. Bro, those guys are not that... Why are they this concerned about their job? I've worked, like... You, you've worked customer service. I've worked customer service. Nobody working customer service cares that much. No. No one who is a mall Santa knows how to use nunchucks. I'm just going to say that flat out. <laughs> if you're a mall Santa and you know how to use nunchucks, <laughs> yeah, email Email Jesse Stone. <laughs> Take up your issues with him. Um, so, yeah, he gets into this huge fight scene with all of these mall Santas. But he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, so of course he holds his own and kicks everyone's ass. Yeah, I think it's the same as the Hulk Hogan problem, where it's like, we're going to beat you up if you don't pay for that toy. And then, like, they do this as they look up to this massive dude. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, the toy breaks. And then he's like, why'd you give me a broken toy? Yeah. And then you're like, my bad, my bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, please don't look at me in a mean way. <laughs> or else my bones will break. <laughs> you kind of touched on something. Like, everyone in this movie treats Arnold Schwarzenegger as if he's not huge Austrian bodybuilder Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it was the same with my movie. It's really strange. It's very strange. It's like they're playing roles meant for, like, a Tim Allen-esque character. Like, the goofy dad, but not the Terminator who <laughs> could beat up everyone in that room that I was talking about pretty easily. I also like the, the fact that this wasn't 
And yours, like, it kind of made sense because mine was, like, my guy was, like, a bodybuilder and he was selling, like, bodybuilding supplements and that's how he was so rich. But yours is just some random mattress salesman yeah. who's also, like, a family man but still has the time to be that jacked in yeah. his free time. Exactly. And no one addresses it. There's, like, one line that, like, the smarmy neighbor says, like, oh, you can't bench lift your way out of this one. Also, there's a smarmy neighbor. Maybe you should have mentioned that one. Um, and the smarmy neighbor gets punched in the face after he says yeah. it, and he immediately crumples. <laughs> yeah. After he says that, Arnold Schwarzenegger just picks him up and just, like, throws him across the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, after after his little fiasco run-in with the uh, the mall Santas, a little bit later, Howard hears on the radio that they are giving away a Turbo Man doll to the first person who could name all of Santa's reindeer, which no human being can do. I am not convinced it is possible. <laughs> if you're a human being and you, <laughs> and you can name all of Santa's reindeer, we, we, we will give you a Turbo Man doll. No, we won't. <laughs> we will give you absolutely nothing, but we'll be very impressed. We'll be very impressed and kind of confused. <laughs> Howard decides not to call in. He decides to drive over to the radio station like speeding, causing a bunch of chaos through the streets with police following him, runs up to the radio host, like hosting the show that's currently on the air. And he comes up and like basically just like breaks his door down and starts naming all of the reindeer. And then the radio host is obviously like, that's not how any of this works. What are you doing? Also, the mailman that I mentioned earlier was also following Howard because he's been basically following him this whole time trying to get the same toy. And, okay, this is where kind of the crazy, well, I don't know. Not oh, the, this is where the crazy part This is happened. where the crazy part happens. Oh, so, great, great. Um, this Arnold, is just a regular day. Yeah, this is just a normal day. So for Howard, he goes up to the radio station, interrupts the show, um, and the radio host tells him that he doesn't actually have the toy with him. He tells him that he has, like, a coupon so that he can buy the toy in, like, a store. But that's not going to work because I don't think he's going to be able to get it, like, in time for Christmas. So Arnold Schwarzenegger leaves, kind of defeated, and then he meets up with the mailman in the radio station. Does he go to jail? Did the, did the police thing ever get resolved, or did they, they just disappear? I'm getting to that. Okay. Okay, so uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger races to another store that the mailman told him, like, might have had the Turbo Man doll. And the police rush into the radio station, and then they see the mailman, and... They have him, like, surrounded with their guns. They're going to arrest him. But then the mailman has his mailbag, and he pulls out a box, and he said, this is a bomb. Oh, no. <laughs> he says, this is a bomb, and if you don't let me leave, I will blow all of you up if I don't get on the elevator safely and then leave. So you know I'm not stable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Put the guns down. Now! Put them down! So he's a terrorist. Pretty much. He is actually a terrorist. Yeah, he's a terrorist because he knew of this mail bomb and is threatening to blow up, like, a room of, like, ten police officers. Wait, is it actually a bomb? I thought he was bluffing. He thought he was bluffing, too. He takes out the bomb, and then they let him leave, so he puts it on the ground, and then the sergeant, like, walks up to it, and he's like, oh, I think we've been duped, boys. I've been on the bomb squad for, like, 20 years. I can tell whether or not this is a bomb. And then 
Cut to Arnold Schwarzenegger running out of the radio station. Zoom up on his face. You can see up like to like the windows on the upper floor of the building, and you just hear the bomb explode. No, they're dead? No, because this movie is a cartoon. And then you cut back to... Wait, it's a cartoon? What? <laughs> no, no, it's a live-action cartoon, basically. Okay, okay. So you cut back to the police officers, and... But, but real life, that guy is on, like... Like, America's, like, most wanted. Like, he is a national terrorist. Oh, yeah. After blowing up a radio station live on air and the 10 police officers within it. Oh, yeah. He's this he's is, actually, a, like, a mass murderer. In real life, after that scene, this is a much different movie. It's no longer about getting a toy. It's about escaping the law. <laughs> Dude, also, I just want to say, like, that's not even a good punchline, bro. It's, like, I, I don't see the joke in having, like... The police officers die for trying to stop someone from blowing up a radio station, man. Well, that's the thing, right? They don't actually die. You cut to the police, and the main bomb, bomb squad guy who, like, picked up the, the bomb after the mailman left, his face is basically just, like, covered in soot, and his hair is, like, blown back like in a Looney Tune cartoon. No one is dead. No one has died, which is good. Ideally, the best situation, but it's just wild that that happened at all, and that that happened in a family Christmas movie. That's the spirit of Christmas: is to <laughs> is to bomb people. <laughs> a tale as old as time. A tale as old as time. <laughs> Getting trapped in a radio station, and then the only way out is to simply threaten the police squad with a real bomb with a real bomb that actually blows up but doesn't kill anyone like bombs do <laughs> <laughs> the real question is for christmas time non christmas time do we have bombs that kill people there just no bombs i think we have a specific set of bombs for every holiday oh okay yeah so we have like a candy bomb for halloween we have like a a turkey bomb for thanksgiving for Christopher Columbus, we have, like, a boat bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you do, you know. As you do. Um, okay. Man, it must suck to work in a radio station. <laughs> yeah, no, the, I mean, I was led to believe that this is a pretty common occurrence, just having Austrian muscle build, like, bodybuilders rush in and <laughs> assault you. <laughs> it's a rough gig. Yeah, for real. Okay, I kind of want to skip to the very end of my movie. Sure. Because Howard basically becomes Turbo Man, and then the mailman, who's been basically the villain of this entire movie, trying to get the toy before Arnold Schwarzenegger does, he becomes the literal villain in the television show that the kid was watching at the very beginning. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger literally becomes Turbo Man. At this point, the kid has the doll. And the mailman is trying to steal the doll from the child. And he chases the kid all the way up a building. The kid climbs up like a fire escape. And they have like this confrontation on a, on a building. And then he's like crim- climbing up some decorations that like fall over. And it's like teetering over the street. And then Howard is now wearing like this Turbo Man costume. Why? How? Th- there was this parade that the family was going to. I guess Turbo Man was making an appearance there. It's fine, whatever. Let's, it, let's yeah, keep, let's yeah, keep let's going. Let's keep going. So the mailman is chasing Arnold Schwarzenegger's son up to a roof. And then at this point, the son 
and the mailman are now hanging off a building. And Howard, wearing the Turbo Man costume, is able to fly up to the roof with the fully functional jetpack that this children's, basically Power Ranger character costume is fully equipped with. He just is able to fly up and rescue his son. He, I don't know, he basically becomes Iron Man in the very end of this movie. So he just grows superpowers? The, the suit actually, like, gives him superpowers. The suit comes, the suit that they were using for a Christmas parade comes with a fully functional jetpack and, like, this boomerang that they use in the television show, which is real, and then he, like, shoots something out of his, like, wrist gauntlet. It's insane. It basically turns into, like, a Dragon Ball fight in the very last part of this movie. I'll be honest, this is giving me, this is such a simple plot, but it's also giving me a headache at the same time. Oh, yeah. No, it is crazy to watch this movie and try to understand what's going on. Yeah, it really is. And then do you have anything else to say about why you think this is an awful movie? Camera work, acting, anything else? Well, it has Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and he's not really a great actor anyway. He's basically a cartoon character of a man. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. It's a dumb premise with dumb things that happen in it. And it's, I don't know. It's just a dumb movie. This is another episode of The Bad, The Bad, and The Worst. And now we're going to come together right now and decide which of these two movies today is really the worst. All right, and our three questions today are going to be the following questions. The first question is just between which of these two movies, which one is dumber? Because it's a pretty close race, but neither of these two movies make even remote sense. They are both just like a fever dream for... An hour and a half to two hours. Exactly. And then we have our next question as, which two of the main casts are less qualified to serve as the lead in a Christmas movie? Yeah. Hulk Hogan as a lead in a Christmas movie or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which one is worse? (laughs) (laughs) And then as the last question, if you have never seen either of these two movies before, which one would you actually want to watch less? And we're going to go ahead and get started with our first question. Which one of these two is dumber? I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that as nonsensical and full of tropes as my movie is, the whole amnesia from bumping his head, randomly just being convinced he's someone else, and then just showing up and beating people up as Santa Claus, even though that doesn't make any sense and requires literally like a strum, even though it requires astronomical odds, That could still maybe theoretically kind of happen if you give them a million tropes, you know? (laughs) So, like, but, like, the whole mattress salesman, mailman blows up radio station and mattress salesman becomes Iron Man thing is literally just so what? That I think it's even dumber. I would agree that Jingle All the Way definitely has more things that it just kind of expects you to accept about it. But at the same time, like, whoever thought of Hulk Hogan playing paintball, becoming Santa, and then rescuing orphans... Needs a raise. Needs a raise, (laughs) and then needs to be, like, hunted down and stopped so that they could (laughs) never do that again. (laughs) So I'm going to say, I don't know. My movie starts with a pretty simple premise, uh, like a dad just trying to get a toy for his son. Yeah. Your movie starts with a ridiculous premise, 
and then it stays at that same level of ridiculousness. Yeah, I think mine is, it starts with a simple premise, and then it just explodes into this huge ridiculous thing, where yours pretty much, I, I don't know, I've obviously never seen your movie, but it sounds like it stays pretty steady in it's, terms of yeah. being dumb and ridiculous. You start off and you go, what the heck am I watching? And then 20 minutes later, you're still... I mean, credit to the movie for being able to keep me surprised for an hour and a half. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to say that Jingle All the Way is probably the dumber film. <laughs> I, I would agree. Yeah. So, it wins the first question for being dumber. Uh, next question, who's less qualified between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Hulk Hogan to be the lead in a Christmas movie? You know, he's done a, he's done a <laughs> lot of different stuff, bro. He had, like, a band before yeah. he, like joined wrestling and stuff and i think he opened up a rest a restaurant at some point too man's done a lot of things he's not the best actor ever you know yeah so i i would and i guess even though arnold schwarzenegger is not also the best actor he i feel like he's got a lot more experience acting you know hulk hogan's been on other shows and other movies mm. but i feel like arnold schwarzenegger has a difference where he's like, still known more as an actor than Hogan is, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Hulk Hogan, <laughs> I don't know. Like you were saying, I think the primary thing that you would think of Arnold Schwarzenegger for is either acting or bodybuilding. Yeah. Whereas Hulk Hogan is literally just, like, wrestling. Yeah, you think of wrestling. Right? Yeah. I, that's what I think of, anyway. Yeah, but that being said, I kind of want to... No, yeah, I agree. Hulk Hogan would have to be the one that's like, I would least expect to be in a Christmas movie at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very slim margin, though, I would imagine. Yeah, they're very similar choices, right? Yeah, it's hilarious how similar these movies are, honestly. Yeah, honestly, it's it's amazing how we just chose the two movies that kind of sounded like at one point they were the same movie. <laughs> I'd like to imagine they were being made by the same team and there was some kind of outing. Yeah. So they're like, we're going to go make our own movie now. It's going to be so much better. And then they went off and made the same movie. <laughs> it's like, screw you. I'm going to go work on Santa with muscles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. And then last one. Which one would you actually want to watch the least? I'll probably say Jingle All the Way. Because I actually kind of enjoyed watching Santa with Muscles mm -hmm. for the sheer stupid, like, consistently. Right. Like, the camera work is awful. The acting is awful. Like, it's it's not a good movie. In fact, it is a terrible movie, objectively. But in many ways, it, it still, like, you know, has, like, the Christmas message. Mm -hmm. Kind of. It, it's funny to watch people... It's funny for the wrong reasons. You know, like, when some scrawny scientist guy thinks he can square up with hulk hogan <laughs> you just you know you pause the movie and laugh for two minutes if you sat me down and put both of these movies in front of me and was like hey we're gonna watch a movie tonight it's snowing we got the fireplace we got snacks what do you want to watch jingle all the way would look like your run-of-the-mill christmas movie very true your run-of-the-mill christmas movie that you've probably seen a thousand times you but santa with muscles would get me so curious to see what that could possibly be that I'd be like, yeah, Santa with Muscles all the way, 100%. What's the other movie? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's going to be... That means that since we would both rather watch Santa with Muscles, that means that Jingle All the Way has won two out of these three questions for being dumber and also <laughs> something that we would not want to watch, which is disappointing, <laughs> disappointing. That being said, that we can conclusively decide then 
that Jingle All the Way is the worst Christmas movie starring a bodybuilder. <laughs> that came out in 1996. That came out in 1996. <laughs> of all time. Of 1996. Of, yes. I mean, all time 1996. Really the same thing. Truly. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week with another holiday-themed episode of The Bad, The Bad, and The Worst. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Worst Pod.